0: What's up? This is Matt Dietz and this is Simply Explaining Insurance. This is the show where I tell you what you need to know about insurance in a way that you can understand it because I know what you don't know about insurance and I know what you need to know. All right, uh, a couple of housekeeping pieces here. Check out my other podcast called Agency Launch. It's about running a insurance agency. So I talk sales and marketing. I talk staffing and retention. Same format, weekly episodes, five to 10 minutes. Um, also, a lot of newer agents are having problems drumming up new business. That's one of the biggest challenges that we have. So if you text me 208-213-8809, I will send you 15 ways to write 20 policies this week without using internet leads because I hate internet leads. All right. So 208-213-8809, send me a text, 20 policies. All right. Oh, and the other thing is if you go to agencylaunch.net, you will find my entire master class uh, where I teach you everything that I have learned in a 18-year career. Everything that you, it will accelerate your career by two years. Uh, staffing is a big issue. I teach you how to find people. I teach you how to train them. I teach you how to interview them. I teach you how to motivate them, how to fire them, and how to get the right team in place. It's so crucial. That's just one of the 40 things that I teach you in there. So... So check it out, agencylaunch.net. All right, so today I want to talk about a problem that I solved for a client of mine recently, and it's got a couple of lessons in here. One is his policy canceled. This is a commercial client that I have. I have general liability. I have some commercial auto on his policy and work comp, and then I also have his home and his personal autos. His personal autos canceled due to non-pay. This is one of those clients who is not on auto-pay. He refuses to go on auto-pay. That's his choice. Um, he, has, you know, he has five policies with us, so he has to pay them regularly, and he, uses, he loses track. He's one of these people that are constantly on our notice of cancellations or NOCs, like we're calling him, hey, you're behind, you didn't make your payment, and I think he kind of uses us as a crutch. He's one of those. We don't have many. I think we all have them in our agency, though. They don't pay until you call and ask for the money. So his policy canceled, gosh, it's probably been six weeks ago. And um, so he's been driving around without personal auto insurance for six weeks. Now, we send him in the mail, right? What do we send him? We send him a renewal offer. We send him a bill. We send him a notice of cancellation. And we send him a cancellation, okay? He did not get a call from my office for this particular noc because in my office we were calling him for other nocs and i think it may have gotten lost i think it was on the noc list and i think we didn't call because we thought we already had called we're like well there he is again i already called him on that and um it didn't get paid and it canceled now so i learned of this recently um and we tried to figure out what we need to do. So my office tried to reinstate it. We we couldn't reinstate it through normal means. Um, we went through the service center, and it was a it was a hard no. So normally, what I do is I try and call in some help. This is a good client. He spends ten plus thousand dollars of in of premium, you know, in my agency every month. So we're gonna pull all the strings that we can to try and help him out through means that are, you know, uh, available to us. So, so I called my district manager and I was like, Hey, this is the situation. Is there anything we can do to reinstate, you know, this policy? And he was pretty quick to, to give me a hard no. He was like, Hey, I've tried this three or four times this year. Uh, we cannot do this. It is part of like the regulations through the department of insurance. They won't allow us to do it because if we do it, it opens an entire can of worms and we have to do it for people that uh, uh, we'd have to do it for everybody. And that's not something that we can do. So it's it's somewhere written in the you know uh, the way that we file with the Department of Insurance that after a certain amount of time, we can't go back and reinstate a policy. And he was outside that window, and he said, there's there's nothing we can do. And, and uh, our service department at some point told him, he was like, hey, you've already asked like three or four times. Like, this answer is not going to change. And so he was like, we can't do it. And I was like, damn. So now... He's got a gap in his insurance of over 30 days. He is not aware that his policy is canceled. That's the other thing, too. Um, So I'm trying to solve this problem without getting him worked up, without letting him know he's going to have to go to a non preferred carrier like Bristol West or something like that. It's going to cost him substantially more money. Now, this was not my agency's fault. Okay. It is on the customer to pay their bills. All right. The NOC calls are a courtesy that you should be doing. Okay, but there have been a few times in my career where I had a client had a policy cancel and they end up getting upset with us because we didn't call. And I don't like that. I mean, ultimately, I've also had people cancel because they didn't pay and they own it. And they're like, "Yep, I didn't pay my bill. That was my fault. I'm not on auto pay. I missed the bill, blah, blah blah blah." We send out a lot of mail, but I encourage all of my clients to read the mail they get from their insurance company, okay? Because sometimes stuff like this falls through the cracks, and he could end up going to a non-preferred carrier and paying twice as much for his auto insurance than he was before because because he's got a gap in his insurance. So I didn't want to have that. Kind of, I wanted to solve this problem for him without alerting him. So so I had a thought. So I told my DM told me no, my service center told me no, and I thought I was. I didn't think there was going to be any other option. So we quoted him up in Bristol and it was, it was twice as much. It was like 2000. He was paying 2,500 annually. It was going to go to over 4,000, almost twice as much. Okay. So that was the one solution I had in hand. And like I said, this is a big account. And so, so I had a thought. Remember, he's, he has a commercial auto policy. He has a small business. He has a couple employees He's the sole owner of his business and he is listed on his commercial auto policy as a driver. So technically he has had auto insurance period. So we could prove that there was no gap in insurance and we could write him a new policy and a preferred carrier. So I went to my DM first cause I always throw stuff by him and I was like, Hey, what about this? And he was like, Ooh, interesting. He came back. He didn't think it would work because he thought that the policy, commercial policy had to be in his name, but it's in an LLC. So I said, you know what? We're going to try it anyway. So we called the service center and we said, Hey, we're looking to write a new policy. This client has prior insurance. It's just with a commercial product. So he's had it for years and uh, long story short is they accepted it. We wrote him a new policy was actually a little bit less expensive than his old one. We called him up. I, I said, "Hey man, uh, you're, you didn't pay your auto insurance." And he said, "Well, you know, did you guys send me anything?" I was like, "Yeah, we sent you four things." <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Okay." I go, but I said, "Good news is I have got um, another policy ready to go for you. It's actually a little bit less. You just have to call our office right now and make a payment." And uh, he did, and he got new insurance. So I was really stoked. I was pretty proud that that I came up with that. Um, This would obviously only work in very, I mean, everything had to align. If he didn't have a commercial policy, like you can't do this, but, but he did. And he did, he had, he had insurance. And uh, the other thing we thought we were considering doing was putting his personal autos on his commercial policy, but I didn't love that. Um, That was the other thing. And it would have been significantly more expensive anyway. So uh, we wound up doing this method and it worked out beautifully. So I don't know if that's anything that's going to be practical for you, but you know, these things happen sometimes and uh, that might be something you come across once in your career, but I just want you to remember that that's something that you might be able to do. And then the other lesson too, is I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about NOCs you know, and I don't want my clients to use that as a crutch. Like it is ultimately their responsibility to pay their bills. Okay. So, um, NOCs are a courtesy that we try to do a hundred percent, you know, every week we call NOCs every week and, you know, sometimes things happen and sometimes randomly things get overlooked. They happen very rarely. If you ever, if you ever system set up properly and you have all your documentation set up properly and things like that. So, Uh, But this one worked out, so I wanted to share that with you. So there you go. My name is Matt. This is Simply Explaining Insurance. Uh, You can find me all over the place. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Deets Agency. Uh, Look me up there. Send me a text at 208-213-8809. And also don't forget to check out my masterclass at agencylaunch.net. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe.